Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game by Show podcast. It's June the 20th. No, 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 no. <laughs> Only because we don't know when this podcast is going to be released. Who knows? It's June the 20th, 2019. Uh, my name is LeGrand Jolly. Tonight, I am I'm with Jeremy Lamont. Just hey. Jeremy and I. Hey, we're all you need. We're, we're, the, we're the podcast that you need, but not the one that you deserve. If you're looking for a podcast that will play you like a damn fiddle, You've come to the right place. What's new, Jeremy? You know, I've got something that's old. I'm tired of being ill in my lungs. I'm tired of coughing. I've just been hacking stuff up for like three weeks. Do you have the flu? I don't think so. I think I've just got the lung hacks. The lung hacks. Have you quit smoking? I I did. I, I quit. I quit. I quit so hard I never started. I went back in time. It was like I never, ever did. Huh. But you know, you can cough up some pretty good stuff out of your lungs. Uh... We should talk about that. Nah. No? <laughs> I've got a story. I was at the gym today. Uh-huh. And after I got done lifting, I went outside to lay by the pool, like you do. Mm-hmm. And I was going to lay there for 20 minutes. And I was laying there, and then I got a phone call, and I was on the phone for another 25 minutes. And now I'm sunburned. I think you get what you deserve there. What did we learn today, Legrand, about going in the sun? Uh, We don't do don't it. Know. We don't, don't do, do it, it ever. That's why we play video games. We specifically- Here's the problem, is I was only laying on my back. Therefore, my chest and my face is sunburned, and my back is still white. <laughs> Your new vocation in life is that you can stand out at the airport and turn in circles and flag down airplanes from the sun shining off of you. <laughs> no, I'm going to solve this problem tomorrow. I'm going to go tomorrow and lay on my stomach for 40 minutes that and sunburn sounds- my back. Awesome. That sounds like a great idea. I'll tell you what. Let me tell you. What, let me tell you something, Jeremy. What are you doing tomorrow morning at say eight o'clock? Uh, you know, just uh, just contemplating my life and how I've come to this. Why don't you uh, come to the gym with me? We can lift, and then we'll go lay by the pool and hang out. I'm not getting sunburned. I'm not. No, going... you can. You can sit in the shade. I don't even like going outside, man. <laughs> I don't like leaving my front door. Okay. No. Well, I, s- I stay in with video games. That's what I do. Scratch, scratch that idea. Then. Yeah. I'm doing it though. Tomorrow, I'm going to the gym early, and then I'm going to lay by the pool uh, my, and sunburn my back. Well, that's happening. I mean, if you ever thought ahead about what's eventually going to kill you, I think I know. I think I know in your case. What? Sun? Uh, nope. You're going to get hit by an airplane rotating around in place, uh, <laughs> trying to flatten down. Hey, there's a landing strip. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! It's just a pasty white man, but only on half of his body. <laughs> How could we not have foreseen this? <laughs> ah! The black box, that's the black box recording that they'll play. <laughs> it's going to be so good. They're going like, to be so confused. Yeah. Yep, they'll never know. Unless they listen to the Game Bite Show podcast, like uh, like you guys are. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you that's right. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Spread the word. Mm-hmm. Make our podcast grow. <laughs> By doing we're gonna, that. We're going to be big. We're blowing up. This is it. Uh, it's, end, it's end game right now. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeremy, seeing as it's uh, sun, June the Hanana, which mm-hmm. uh, the day of the week is Jenna Day, uh, what have you been playing, bro? Well, let me tell you what I've been playing. Uh, I played something that is sort of time-limited, but if you're listening to this, it may not be too late for you. Uh, if you've got the PlayStation 4 home video game console... Uh, I got one. You might be interested in trying out the Monster Hunter Iceborne beta that's going to be going on this weekend. Uh, cool. So they actually this had This weekend? How yeah. are you in? Well, You've been uh, playing it. Yeah, so PS Plus people could play it last weekend, but this coming weekend it is available for everybody on okay. the platform. Wait a minute. 
Uh, Monster Hunter World is a multiplayer game. Does it not require PlayStation Plus already to play it? Well, the 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 developers can sort of choose. I mean, it's not required. It's just strongly suggested. But so they don't have to force PlayStation Plus. No, no. There are games that you can play. Really? That, yeah. In fact, they even have like free weekends and stuff like you can play Destiny or something for. Well, sure. But I mean, oh, you mean for this. But the game in general is an online multiplayer game. Yes. Does it does it require PlayStation Plus to play the game? I don't know. That's a good question because you can technically play it by yourself, kind of. But it seems like the online is so integrated. I suspect there would I suspect that they would probably want you to have PS Plus. You would think so, right? I would think. Um, in this context, though, if you had PS Plus, you may already have played the Monster Hunter Iceborne beta last weekend. If you did not, you can try it this weekend, uh, whether you've got PS Plus or not. Uh, Monster Hunter Iceborne is the new upcoming in September DLC. I believe it is not standalone. I believe it is actually a DLC for Monster Hunter World. And it is. Uh, it takes place in the uh, winter climbs of the Horfrost Reach and uh, we've actually visited snowy areas before in past Monster Hunter games. I believe Monster Hunter Freedom, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, one of the two. Uh, you were actually in the mountains and there were, you know, fuzzy animals and, and things like that. And we're going back to that sort of thing. So in Monster Hunter World, they've discovered this new continent or something and it's all snowy and, and cold. Um, and for the beta, they give you access to some high level weapons and armor. You can basically choose from pretty much anything you want as far as your loadouts go. And uh, they've got a few new monsters, so they're going to be introducing not only the new climate, but some new mechanics, new monsters, and uh, they've given you a pretty good taste of that all in this beta. Uh, it's the kind of thing that uh, uh, you can probably overlook. There, there's really only three hunts, the thing is. So this is a lot like, remember when Monster Hunter World itself had its own beta? And it was basically three hunts. Um, and in the course of those those three I hunts... I do remember that. Yeah, and, and there were some like cool little things that would happen. Like, for example... I, in fact, I think I talked about that beta when it came out, and I was blown away by, for example, the monsters fighting each other. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, I mean, if, if, if anybody did that and remembers that moment when you first saw, like, uh, a Giratidus or something fighting a, a Baroth, you know, and they, like, wrap around each other, and it's just like, 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 really, you know, really going at it. Um, they, they kind of are doing the same thing here, but there's a lot more going on. So they have added um, a bunch of new mechanics. Let me talk a little bit about snowy stuff in general. So one of the things about snowy climates is that the new thing you've got to worry about is cold. Uh, so you can have armor that is uh, furry or, or maybe provides more protection, but the thing is that you're going to want to have a hot drink. So hot drink is a new uh, inventory item that uh, basically will prevent kind of an entropy or a um, an elevated uh, fatigue that would happen on your energy bar as you do things, you know, jumping, lunging, swinging, climbing on monsters, things like that. It all takes energy. If you are cold, if your character is cold, there's a little kind of down arrow that sort of shows that you're getting this extra ill effect of the cold. So you can get hot drinks. Uh, they've also added something new that we've never seen before in Monster Hunter Hot Springs. You can go and hunker down in hot springs. I think sometimes there's little like primates in there and they're kind of cute. Um, but cute. You got, yeah, but you've got to fight the cold. Um, the uh, the monsters that you're going to be fighting in Iceborne are also adapted to the cold. Uh, the three that you get to fight in the beta, first one is a great Jagras. So it's the same Jagras that you are already familiar with. It's the uh, kind of the iguana type animal that will 
eat things and get all fat and roll around and, and those kinds of things. It's it's the easy level hunt, and it's basically the same monster. It's like the first hunt you do in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same yeah. thing. So they give you a chance to get used to some things, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, the second level monster is called a Banbaro, and it's basically, if you imagine a Tyrannosaurus Rex, it's got two big, you know, chunky legs, thick. Banbaro's thick with uh, two Cs. Um, oh, but, it, but then it has like extra a, thick. Extra thick, uh, which is that's kind of a Popeye reference. Uh, but it's got like moose horns. So it's a, like a Tyrannosaurus what? Rex. Yeah, with moose horns, like big, big old, like goofy moose. Like what's this? What's this monster called? I got to look it up. What's Ban- it Banbaro, B-A-N-B-A-R-O. And um, yeah, and it, it, I mean, it's basically a Tyrannosaurus with moose horns, essentially. And it's kind of mammalian. Whoa. Yeah. So, so right. Kind of a moose kind of thing. Wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't see the Tyrannosaurus. Well, he's just got these thick legs and a tail, and the tail has like a clubby thing on the end of it too. I think, if I if I recall correctly, and so he'll hit you with it and stuff, and um, and then he'll also bird legs. He looks like he got feathers or something. Uh, yeah, he's kind of like furry, lizardy kind of, kind of like a cross between the two. But he'll so he'll ram things. So he he kind of reminds me a little bit of like a Baryoth. So it's a um like a brute wyvern, I think. So it'll smash things. And uh, it'll also use its horns to, like, dig in the ground, and it'll roll these big ice boulders and then throw them at you. Uh, and then it'll also hit you with tails and, and do all kinds of things. Um, the third monster is called a Tigrex, and this one is a returning monster from previous games. I believe this one was in Monster Hunter. How Freedom. do you spell that? T-I-G-R-E-X. Tigrex. And this one is like the top half is a Tyrannosaurus Rex, so it has a T-Rex head, sort of an Anginath kind of thing. And then it's got some wings. It's like a, ter- pterodact- a pterodactyl or something. It kind of climbs around on these two wings that are sort of legs, but also has wings. And it, it'll it'll like fly around. And I believe it'll breathe fire and stuff at you. Um, and that's the hard level one. Ah, there's a flame tigress. Tigrex. Yeah, yeah. So they, they do they do different things. And those are the three that you're going to do. And they take place uh, kind of across this, you know, di- different little areas. Um, but they're they're pretty standard. But there's a few new things that are going on here aside from the hunt drinks. Uh, one, the first thing is um, the the uh, the launcher. I can't remember what the, the thing is called now that I'm trying to think of it. The um, the slinger. So the slinger has a couple of new features. One is that you can now sling anytime. It used to be that you'd have to like put your weapon away and then go and choose the slinger and then sling something. What's the slinger? Was, what does that do? So the slinger throws stuff like pellets and stuff like that. So they now let you sling at any time. You can actually sling while your weapon is out, which is new. And I ended up wasting a bunch of ammo that way, uh, like flashbangs and stuff like that. The other thing, though, this is more significant, is that the grappling, uh, the the slinger now has a clutch claw, which is basically a grappling hook that you can sling out any time to mount a monster pretty much any time if it's in range. It has a limited range, so you can't shoot it everywhere. But uh, it works a little bit like Freedom Wars. I think I've talked about that on this before, which is another sort of Monster Hunter alike, but you climb up on, you know, like Evangelion-type robots and things. Um, and then once you're mounted on the monster, you can do different things, like climb around like you could in the in the other game. But uh, now they let you do special attacks. Like you can, uh, for example, you can actually unload all of your slinger ammo on them, and, and it like flinches them, and it runs them blindly into like walls and stuff. So you can like smack them into walls and drop them. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. Or or sometimes you can actually, depending on the weapon that you've got, you can attack them, and they'll actually drop more slinger ammo for other people that you're with, or you can jump down and get the slinger ammo or whatever. So they let you do a few more things uh, with that grappling mechanic now as well, and it's just easier to grapple things in general you can grapple anytime just make sure that you're using the opportune moment because they'll still like throw you off and it takes a lot of stamina to to ride them anyway 
other mm-hmm. thing that's kind of cool and new is they have something called tail riders, which basically is a way of saying all of those like little trash mobby kinds of um, like the jaggies, the, the, the little jaggies, yeah. the little individual things. Or in this, they've got these skunk looking mammal things. They're black and white things with big kind of fluffy tails. And they now have a mechanic and they'll probably in the main game, I'm sure they'll probably have you unlock it or something, but you can basically ride them around. They're called tail riders. Yeah. And you can like summon them and they'll like come up to you and you just ride them. And sort of like, you know how the, uh, um, the uh, scout flies would kind of show you the way to go. These things will just straight up run you there. So if you are, yeah, and it it goes real fast and you can still like pick up stuff as you go. So you just kind of have to be fast on the, you know, you're, you're like getting tracks (laughs) and stuff like that. Here's a mash in the circle button. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And they'll just run you to wherever. Um, sometimes they'll throw you like I found that there were sometimes if they didn't know what they were looking for they would just like toss you off or something they're not really like tame but um, you know you can get on them and they'll just take you quickly to the thing so it seems like Capcom is really sticking with the idea in Monster Hunter World of quality of life type enhancements and they're they're still kind of working on that and doing new and cool things uh, basically uh, the other things that are that are going on I guess I mentioned the armor sets so there's like the Ben Barrow set which you you know, it kind of looks like you dress up like an old bearded Norse Viking thing, like a big old long beard and some horns and stuff. Um, just looking very snowy. Um, kind of like, you know, we were we were uh, talking recently about Dauntless and how there's different elemental um, uh, armor sets and things, you know, where you've got like furry shoulders or, or whatever. They, they kind of do that yeah, here, yeah. of course, as well. Um, there also are, and I didn't get to play around with this too much, but there are now also apparently decorative slots as well as um, like runic slots that you can slot things in and i didn't really play around with that too much Hmm. um i will say that there was also surprise appearance i don't know if i should spoil this but like whatever we already talked about the Berioth and the giratidus um there actually is a cousin of the giratidus called beatidus which is essentially so so the giro was a like a salamander type thing that would go under underwater and kind of like bubble around and like you know kind of explode upward and things like that they now have one of those who's like a snowy one and because Ah, the banbaro is a little bit like a berry off they kind of did that same thing and they called back to it so surprise appearance by uh beatidus in the uh in the banbaro hunt um and and again same thing they'll like face off and like one will coil itself around the other one and that's the coolest that is the best part of so cool it is so cool it really is cool um, and like I said, it's easy cause there's only three hunts. It's easy to blow through it and just be like, eh, that's three hunts. And uh, you know, I recommend like playing this a couple times through and maybe just kind of getting a feel for some of the intricacies. There's some well, other stuff listen, that I haven't. That, that's kind of the monster hunter way is you play the game over and over and over again and, and get better at it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's just, you know, you, you really start to get an appreciation for the fact that you have a lot of ways to approach a monster. The weapons now each have a new move, I think, or like a new combo, um, the, the Palicos now have new, there's, there's a couple of new Palico gear items that they can carry out. Like there's a revival where you just get one extra revival cart and, and there's some other stuff like that. Uh, and it seems like there's some other things that I'm not even thinking of. Um, but, um, yeah, it, you know, I would, I would say, pl- oh, uh, one more thing. I don't know. I actually did not get a feel for this in the beta, but they have said that they're actually making a change to the difficulty. It used to be that there were only two difficulties single player and then any number of of companions now they're mm-hmm. doing um they've, they've added kind of a middle tier where one or two you've got two you know if you are playing with two people it actually the monster will have a little more health and a little more whatever um but then once you have three and four like that's a difference so they're going to allow that difficulty to scale a little bit more based on the number of players in the hunt that's um, what they do with dauntless cool. right now it's it'll scale every single time yeah and this actually one, is going to be four players 
So, so here's the thing. So uh, this I'm pretty sure is going to be a DLC. This is standalone. So you just download this. It does not require Monster Hunter World to play it. You just go on the PlayStation Network store right now, download it, get ready for the, you know, once it goes live. Uh, the final game, the final, I believe it's a DLC. So it will be an add-on for Monster Hunter World. How many monsters are they adding? Do you know? In general, uh, I, I know that they've revealed some of them. In fact, I was kind of looking at a list here. Um, there's one called a... Um, it's called uh, Iceborne. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Iceborne. So there's some returning monsters from previous Monster Hunter games. Uh, Nargakuga is one of them. It's like a, it's from Freedom Unite, which is sort of a, a bat kind of thing. Uh, it was the it was the big one, flying wyvern, but it it's kind of. Well, they had one of those at E three, like a big old statue or something. Yeah, Is that the one? yeah. Uh, I think that was more of like an icy dragon. I'm not sure what that was. Uh, there's one called a popo. Those are the little herbivores. There's uh, Remobra, which is a lizardy snake kind of snaky kind of flying thing. Um, and uh, they, they've shown some other ones, but yeah, there was that big ice wyvern, whatever it was. And some of these things are going to, um, you know, for example, when they go into a rage mode or whatever, like the uh, uh, the, Be- the Beatidus, in the same way that the Jira, remember how it would get like muddy or whatever, and then it would change its its moveset and stuff like that. This guy will accumulate snow um, and, and he'll act a little bit differently or he'll accumulate ice. Uh, they also have mantles. So mantles is another thing. They let you just play with the mantle. So there's like an armor mantle where you just get covered in ice scales and that, you know, protects you. There's the, the ghillie suit, which, you know, lets you sneak up on things. So all of that stuff is still in play. There's just a lot of variety going on here. And they've added again, a, just a, a, a few new things here and there that I think are really going to change up the game. And I am pretty sure that all of that stuff will feed back into the original game. So I'm pretty sure things like the clutch claw, they're going to take that back into the base game of Monster Hunter world um I, I don't see them doing that only in the new ice area and then saying oh you can't use the clutch claw in the main the main game um so that's kind of what i anticipate according to the website uh the monsterhunter.com website mm-hmm. there are six monsters they're adding uh eventually velcana tigrex shrieking legiana so a, an icier version of the yeah the, and that's like in the opening cutscene. it's like oh we're following all the legianas to the new or something like that uh, banbaro beatidus and Nar- Nar- Nargakuga. Yeah. yeah. So I think that first one that you mentioned, I think that's the Icy Dragon, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. The Velcana. Elder Dragon, Power to Freeze. Yeah, that's the one. T-Rex so, is a flying Tyrannosaurus Rex. How much How much scarier can it be? A flying you know, Tyrannosaurus Rex. If it was also a shark, you know, I think that's, if it was a great white <laughs> shark, that'd be. A flying Tyrannosaurus leg. So Tyrannosaurus Rex legs and claws and shark, that, that they don't use. And a shark face. A shark face. Sounds yeah, good. that'd be scary. I mean, so it's time to get back into Monster Hunter. If it's been a while, um, this is a good time to kind of get familiar. It with looks it really pretty. The videos I've seen of it, the snow area looks beautiful. Yeah, it does. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I would say it's kind of the classic. I mean, the, you know, there have been others and I like games like Soul Sacrifice and I like Freedom Wars and things. It's hard to argue too much against Monster Hunter being kind of like the ultimate thing. So I agree. Uh, try it out this weekend. I love Dauntless. Don't get me wrong. It's really good. But Monster Hunter... For the hardcore experience yeah. and the overall polish. Yep. Can't be beat. It's true. It's true. How about you, LeGrand? What you been playing? Uh, so I'm in the weird position where uh, I've been playing several things. And I have been playing. Uh, so then I went down my my uh, what, my Xbox Game Pass list of things that I had installed. And I tried out Surviving Mars, which I'm not going to talk about. I only got a little bit of time into that. Mm. But with the game that I actually want to talk about that I'm actually... Um, super starting to really get into is Vampire Pier. Vamp- Vampire with a Y. Vampire um, with a Y. Yeah, this is a game that is on Xbox Game Pass. It's on PC, and I believe you can. Is it on Xbox One? I'm, I'm assuming it is. Probably. 
Is it an Xbox One game? I, I think so. I guess it probably yeah, is. It's recent. It was in the last couple of years. It's because it's the it's the new it's the newest Don't Nod game. So it's the people who did um, Life is Strange. Oh, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, so this is a game that's all about vampires. And quite honestly, when this game came out, um, like the aesthetic, the box art, the character, the main character design, that was like it was like just a big turnoff. Like it just didn't look like cool. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, it's it suffered from one of those. And there's there's games like this that come out from time to time where it's like kind of like Hollow Knight, like Hollow Knight. The aesthetic just really turned me off from playing it. And I think there's games that come out from time to time. Uh, Steam World's another one of those where I just don't like the aesthetic of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like, yeah, I don't need to play that game. The box art's ugly. <laughs> and that's like the basis of my argument, right? Yeah. Which is pretty dumb. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of a game that's like, you know, I'd play it if it was free. I, I, I mean, I'm interested to see what it's all about, but I'm not going to spend, you know, $60 on it. Right. Let alone $40, let alone 30 But uh, with game, Xbox Game Pass, that's the thing. And this is, you know, we talked about this a little bit on Sunday, but um, Game Pass is, I don't know. You have access to these games that you wouldn't, play otherwise and now there's no reason not to just try them out right not, there's no there's no barrier to entry to play vampire with a y vampire with a y uh, if you if you have game pass so play it mm-hmm. anyway so it's a game that takes place uh, right after uh, world war one in london uh you play as a doctor who served in the british army or military somewhere and he fought in france during world war one um and he is has recently been inflicted um and now he's a vampire uh he basically w- is dead and wakes up and discovers that he um in the, in the opening cutscene he is kind of wandering out of a haze of you know in in this time in london there's lots of people dying i guess there's some uh disease that's going on the london fog is that what it's called i don't know i remember there was the london fog like the killer fog or whatever i, I think that because when, when you influenza pandemic in 1918 in london it looks like the spanish flu yeah it was a spanish flu okay oh. the spanish flu is like so it, when you fire up the game the first time it pops up and says hey you know we there's some some real world basis here but don't use any of the any of the things that we do in here and don't take them as real you know, <laughs> like don't up. try this at home is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it says that it says when you fire it up it's like something it's like a really weird disclaimer um like don't use our cures you know, that we present in the game. Cause it, cause in the game you, uh, well, I'll talk about that. In a don't minute, do but, field surgery with a rusty wire. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Uh, so anyway, so you wake up and you, um, are stumbling around and you, you wake up basically from death. And then, um, you come across a woman who is, ends up being your sister. And she's like, Oh, uh, whatever your name is. I can't remember the name of the main character. That's how, <laughs> that's how great this is. Vampire but, with a Y. Like, he's like, hey, vampire with a Y, you're my brother. And hey, what's going on? And then you're like, must feed. And then you like murder her and oh suck all of her blood. Um, and you're like, that was my sister. So you're all frustrated with yourself. And you're like, who did this to me? Like, why is this a thing? And and so now it's a vampire with a Y's job to, he's, he's like trying to figure out like what the hell's going on. Right. In the meantime, the Spanish flu is killing lots of people. And this vampirism seems to have been, uh, there seems to be vampires running around murdering people at the same time. Hmm. Um, and so you're trying to uh, setting out to um, find out, A, who turned you into a vampire, and, and B, maybe find a cure for yourself, and C, um, help out anyone that you can 
Uh, oh, sure. See, yeah, I'm definitely going to help out everybody. <laughs> uh, so, I'm, uh, so, he, so, so the weird and, part and, is, and, is... And D, why are we spelling it with a Y? Like, because that's the real it's, mystery. It's, because uh, it makes a really cool symbol as your, uh, hey, we're saving your game symbol. That's oh, cool. One of those. It flashes up in the corner like, hey, when you see the symbol, don't, don't turn off the console because we're saving your game. With a Y. Um, with a Y. Uh, anyway, so, so you actually, in the, early mo- in the early part of the game, you actually take up a job at the local hospital. You come across a doctor who, um, he's aware that you're a vampire and he wants to help you out. And he basically has been studying vampires at this hospital and in general, and he wants to help you out. And so he uh, hires you at the hospital and says, hey... You come to the hospital, you can take the night shift, so, you, so there'll, there'll be no question about you running around at night doing your stuff, and then you sleep during the day, because you can't go out during the day because you're a vampire. Um, and so, basically, you have an office at the hospital, and you sleep there, and you wake up at night, and you do things, and then you go back to, then you go back to sleep. Hmm. All right. Uh, so, so the game is... It doesn't uh, sound very... too supernatural so far. It just sounds like you're a... <laughs> Yeah, so the game is very, very RP. It's very, it's a, it's an RPG through and through. Uh, it's kind of like a, got a little bit of a third person action combat, mm-hmm. um, where you find different weapons. Uh, right now, I believe I have a bone saw or a hacksaw from the bone hospital that I found. Bone saw is ready. That's right. I got one of those, and I also have a steak um, that I Delicious. can use. And uh, as you're kind of, so you start getting. It seems so like there's a lot getting, of ambiguity. Vampires with Ys and bone saws and steaks. There's just yeah. It's, it's who really even knows weird. what's going on? Steaks like T-bones. Yep. It's weird. It's really strange. Butterfly. I carry that in my left hand. Um, so the, the weird part about this game, or the interesting part about this game, and maybe this is now, it's making sense that, you know, Life is Strange were the people that made this game, is because this game, probably at least half of it, if not more, is you um, conversing with people. Hmm. Uh, every NPC in the game that you can come across mm-hmm. uh, and talk to is an actual named character that has a role has uh, social connections with other characters in the game and has a unique story to tell. Uh, you can, as a vampire, kill and murder and eat any person in the game. Uh, however, if you do so, then that will basically can affect the rest of the game that you're playing because now you no longer have access to that character. Any uh, additional dialogue or hints or information or side quests that that character may have for you are no longer available to you. And so... There's kind of like a risk reward to killing and eating people and sucking their blood because if you do, you actually gain a whole ton of XP that you can dump into a variety of different um, mm. uh, level ups and enhance your abilities and gain, you know, more health or gain more stamina and get vampire abilities and level them up and things like that. Uh, but when you do that, that basically means that. Um, uh, you can no longer access that person. Yeah. The other interesting part is that the more that you get to know people, there's like a whole social link type of thing where uh, kind of like in like Persona 4, right? So or Persona games where you oh, have yeah. a social link with these characters where maybe it's not a social link, but as you learn more about them and get to know them more, uh, their blood becomes more tasty to you. And so, so you get this. And so you get kind of a, you gain more XP by eating them basically. So they try um, and like really tempt, like you really are like, oh, I, I, this guy. If I get to know him more and then eat him. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. So so if you as you talk to them and so you'll find out. So you so for example, uh early on I I meet up with a dude uh in the hospital. He's a patient of the hospital and his face has been disfigured and uh he I talked to him like, Hey man, what's going on? And I'm just doing my rounds as the doctor, right? And and so I'm just talking to this guy and he's like, Oh yeah, you know, I got hurt in the war and now I'm all pissed off because my face is all messed up. 
And the more I talk to him, I'm like, yeah, what really happened? And as a vampire, you know, the whole thing with vampires is they can, you know, seduce anyone and make them do. Yeah, like glamour you. Yeah. Yeah, And so so you do that to people and you say, hey, hey, asshole, what really happened? (laughs) And and he ends up admitting to you that he uh, um, he actually was doing something stupid and lit something on fire and accidentally burned his face. And, and then you're like, that makes me so hungry for you right you're now. You're like, ah, and so you gain, so you gain more knowledge and insight into him. And so you, um, he becomes more tasty to you. And then meanwhile, there's a girl that's another patient in the hospital that's sitting right next to him. And you go and talk to her and it'll give you an indicator on, and like the menus were like, Hey, here's all the characters in this area. And these two characters are linked somehow. And so as you start talking to her, you can you can ask her a question about him and she'll be like, oh, yeah. And so I, I meet this other girl and she thinks that she's a vampire, um, even though she is not a vampire. She thinks she's a vampire. And so you're talking to her about stuff and you're like, hey, so what's up with uh, Edmund or whatever? And she's like, oh, you know, he's whatever. And he's a friend. And they, you start you know learning how these two are connected socially. And you find out and you end up finding out that uh, she um, he like lets her suck his blood because it makes him you know it's a really it's all this weird. weird this this weird intrigue and all this weird character development between these characters and you know what would be great you, is if it started to give you like wine suggestions with them like this guy would be good with a cabernet sauvignon <laughs> yeah um so eventually if you want to at any character at any given moment so there's like a level of the character um uh that tells you if you are able to seduce them what did you call it glamour Glamour. yeah you glamour them yeah if you can do that to them and if you do that you can basically control them and you walk them to a hidey spot and then you eat them and then you gain all the xp and then they're just gone from the game forever uh the other interesting thing is that um there's lots of characters around that you'll find that'll be sick because the spanish flu is happening so people have bronchitis people have the flu they have the coughs they have all sorts of different types of diseases and as a doctor you're also your job is to cure people right um you have in each different zone you have an overall uh health rating of the zone and as you heal people that increases um the health of the zone which makes it less susceptible to uh vampire attacks and things like that there's like random attacks does that that also make people tasty like if somebody cured me of my lung hackies would that yeah so so if they're sick if they're sick and you cure them so you craft a cure up in your laboratory and take it to them you'll get an option to give them the cure give them the cure and then they it takes a little bit of time, and then they heal themselves, and then you gain then you gain even more XP or blood delicious. or whatever it's called uh, when you eat them. Dang. Um, uh, so I, I understand there's one more thing too, and I, I don't know if you've run into this yet, but I understand that it, there's like a chaos type element to it or something. Like it's not just that those people then are no longer available to you, but it'll actually bring vampire hunters or something. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what it does is it the more you eat, it lowers the overall health rating of that area. Mm-hmm. And as if that lowers too far, if you start eating everybody, um, yeah, vampire hunters start hunting you down. And they're pretty difficult to beat. I've come across a couple of them just in the early levels. Mm. Um, but you can, you know, kill them and <laughs> you fight your way back. You have uh, a variety of different types of weapons. Right. Um, and the missions they send you on, you actually, I've, I've actually come across a lot of other vampires I've had to fight. I've, I've had to do a boss fight against a specific vampire. Um but it's really interesting because you have you have you have three different meters that you kind of have to deal with. You have your health meter, you have a stamina meter, and you have a blood uh, blood meter. Yeah. And so as you suck blood, or you can find rats and suck their blood, or if you're in the middle of combat, you can stun an enemy and then suck their blood, and then you spend the blood on vampiric right. abilities. Like, like, like that's kind can, of a move that you can do on them if they're if they're staggered or whatever. And then, exactly. Yeah. Um. And so you fill up that meter, then you spend 
that meter on abilities during combat and with really powerful abilities and you can level them up and make them better. And so that's kind of like the risk reward of eating more people as you get more XP. Hmm. Uh, for example, it costs me uh, like 600 XP to level up an ability to level two right now. But if I go and eat this one dude, it's going to give me 1800 XP, which means right. I can probably level three different things up. Um, but it's going to make things worse for me and may, you know, yeah. change the story. So, so do you feel like the like tuning that. of the economy of eating people, uh, do, do you feel like they've made it so that it's like, like, do you have to think twice? Like, uh, do I want to fight guys or maybe I should just eat this dude? Like, do they, do they really make it so you have to think about what you're going to do? I, I, I think so. And they present it to you like, Hey, you can just walk away or you can go ahead and just eat this guy. Um, just, just a little taste. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not terribly deep into that yet. So I haven't felt the full effects of what it's going to do. Is right. Right. To eat people. Um, I also am, am worried that if I do eat somebody, it's going to, you know, limit me in the game as far right. as like actually seeing the content. Because right, that's just right. part of the story. See that, and that's what I wondered about is if, you know, because your your natural tendency, I mean, everybody likes to play the no-kill playthroughs and the stealth only and stuff like that. So I imagine that people would kind of want to like not eat people. But if it's so difficult to get the experience otherwise, then it's, it's a, like it's a grind. I've really got to start eating people. Oh yeah. It's it, it's it, and I think that's what they're trying to do is really make you have to choose and decide uh what you want to do. Like this this asshole that has the burned out face, as soon as I max out his his uh, social um, link, social meters or whatever the hell it's called. Hints, I think is what they're called. Then, yeah, I'm totally taking that dude to the yeah. back room. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to non his neck. No, 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 no. Um, and he's a patient in the hospital I'm supposed to be a doctor of. I'm like, uh -oh. a, a, I'm a, so the character itself, he's a world renowned surgeon and everyone knows who he is. And the nurses all know who you are. And um, and you're there. To, you're, you're here to I'm here to help. <laughs> meanwhile. You know, Hippocratic oath what? And you're dripping a lot blood. of killing. Yeah. So the game so far has been probably half and half, half dialogue and talking to people and then half actual combat and, you know, running around, finding things and doing the actual missions. Um, but the, the dialogue itself is really, really well done. Everything is voice acted so far and it's really, really good voice mm. acting up to this point. And uh, yeah, there's a lot, there's dialogue trees, you know, a la, you know, Dragon Age or Mass Effect. So there's branching dialogue trees. And, oh, you learn more about this character and, um, uh, there's lots of like side characters that you can kind of meet in the, and the, the cool part is, is a lot of them kind of are kind of intertwined with other characters in the game. And I think the more that you play, the more you kind of, as you, as you, the more you kind of learn about those relationships. Um, so yeah, the RPG side of this, like the, the whole, uh, storyline and the characters are, is very, very strong. Right. I think the combat is not the best. But it's serviceable. Um, yeah. I think once you kind of get more of the hang of it, then it uh, then it becomes better. And the more you get better with your weapons and you get better weapons. And, you know, I, I have one weapon that will stun an enemy. That's a stake. Or I can also swap out another weapon in that left hand for um, a weapon that every time I use it, it gives me a little bit of blood back. It's like a... And so instead of having to stun and then drink their blood, I just get blood automatically by right. attacking. So it kind of depends on your play style and I know there's two handed weapons later on that you can get and there's a pistol you can get and you find you're finding bullets all over the place and crafting uh, cures for people find out this person has bronchitis and giving him the cure and then eating him and that's eating basically yep. the storyline but overall I'm like uh, I'm into it man like I, I want to keep playing it a lot it's 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 definitely one of those games that uh, is surprising to me uh, I'm glad that I actually tried it out it's surprising that it's 
it feels as good and is is and as intriguing as as it is because I really didn't expect it to be anything special. Right. Um. But as as it turns out, I'm really really liking it, and I just want to keep going on and and finding stuff and you know just eating more people and eating being a vampire. People. That's what know. it's all I'm about. Not, I'm not really into the whole vampire culture, and it's never been that. No. You know, I I read Bram Stoker's Dracula back in the day. And, yeah. Sure. Um. I've watched the interview with the vampire with Tom Cruise when I was not in college or whatever, but Legrand, this is totally <laughs> different though. This is all vampire with a Y. Oh yeah, it's way different. With a Y. Um, way different. Yeah, it's good though. I would recommend it. And anyone who has Game Pass, well, you already have access to it, so no reason why you shouldn't download and check it out. Uh give it a little give it the first thirty minutes to an hour before you um give up because the first part's a little rough and slow and you don't really right. know what's going on. Play with a controller because the mouse Camera control is horrible, so I'm actually playing with the Xbox One controller mm. uh, hooked up to my PC, um, and it runs great on my 1080 Ti uh, at ultra widescreen with everything maxed out. So it's it's really well well suited for everything. Nice. So give it a taste. Try it out. Give it a taste. Give it a taste. You you just you leveled it up. Now now just give it a taste. Yeah, that's right. Folks, uh, the vampire with a Y experience is one thing. The game bites with a Y experience is something totally different. And we are bringing it to you not just today, but again later this week at the top of the week when we talk to you about the video game news and new releases and a special topic of discussion that has captured our attention for this week in games. Uh, we'd like to ask you to join us in conversation if you have any comments about games that we've played. If you'd like to tell us about the games that you've been playing, reach out to us on social media. Tell us all about it. You can find us on Twitter at Show Collectively. You can also find us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. Y'all can find me eating people at Legrand. Oh, I'm doing the nom, conversation. Nom. Also on Instagram, Snap, and uh, MySpace. Facebook. Not on Facebook anymore. No. MySpace. MySpace. I, I never had a MySpace. Uh, ho- ho- Habo Hotel. Grand's on Haba Hotel. Club Penguin. Oh, yeah. Club Penguin. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You can also find our podcasting compatriot, Dale Jones, who is on his, uh, like, annual sabbatical to Japan. Man, dude's out there again for another, like, three months or something. Like, I'm peacing out. Yeah, to Japan he is. for a while. He's going to be playing some. Uh, we'll, we'll wait to hear about uh, the the latest Egavania, I think, from him. Uh, he's going to be playing Bloodstained, I think. Among other things, who knows? You can also find our fourth man, Jared Red Eye at R-E-D underscore I. Find Jared's stuff over at twitch.tv slash Show. I join him every week on Monday nights for video games. Uh, this past week, we played some more MechWarrior Online just because. You know, we're back on it again. It's just what happens. Uh, you can find the archives of that over at youtube.com slash show. Yeah, there were some new mechs. You know, don't, don't judge us. Nobody's judged anyone, Jeremy. No. You're, you're assuming that people are judging you. You know what? I feel like you're just leveling me up to eat me. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, you can also find GameBiteShow.com with a Y and find the link to our Discord server there. Come join us in Discord. Uh, again, we still post about freebies, talk about some stuff every now and again, share some news. Uh, the latest Discord phishing scam, you know, be aware of that. So come join us on Discord to find out about the Discord <laughs> phishing scam. Uh, and then, of course, as I said, we'll be back in just a few days on your podcast feed of choice to talk to you about the games, new releases, and all kinds of good stuff. Until then, this has been your Game Bite Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. See ya. With a Y.